Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. And of course, on the line with me now is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, how are you doing, Joe? I'm doing all right. I'll tell you, I'm exhausted. You are. I am, because I've been chasing around Pokemons all weekend. You are? My oh my goodness. That's right. My poor Yorkie, Charlie, he's been out for like a dozen walks just this morning. Good for you. Just this morning. And, and as we hunt down... Uh, all these Pokemons. Even last week, my son Ryan, he agreed to go to a historical site. And I was like, you really? You want to go with me? And we got there. And the reason he wanted to go was Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, my yeah. my daughter plays it a little bit differently. She's just like, Mom, drive me around because I... <laughs> it's so true they've already developed all these hacks you know but i mean we're excited about the craze here at cause talk radio because we see all these applications for fundraising which is really exciting and that's why on the line with us now is stephanie bagley who is coo at charity miles and she's here to talk to us about pokemon go hey steph how's it going good morning things are going very well over here at charity miles hq how are you we're doing great. We're doing great. You know, I think it's so funny, too, Steph, that your uh, uh, Charity Miles is located in New York, correct? Correct. And, and the, it, 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 from what I've seen online, you guys are like the epicenter of the Pokemon <laughs> craze. What do you think? I think you are exactly right. I mean, there was a very rare Pokemon sighting in Central Park. And where I'm from in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, uh, there are people wandering into each other, walking their dogs a hundred times a day. And no matter who you see, moms, kids, couples, people by themselves, every single person is playing Pokemon. Hey, Steph, um, can you... Can you actually just give us the overview of what the heck Pokemon Go even is? Because I think at this point, probably everyone has heard of it, but maybe not everyone has played it. So can you give us that overview very quickly? Sure. So Pokemon Go is our very first toe into the world of AR at a max scale. So what you can do is you download the apps totally free and you create your trainer persona And then you can get moving and you have to keep an eye out around you. So it's going to be a little bit of a drain on your battery, warning in advance. Uh, So you keep an eye around you. It pulls up the map as you're walking through, walking through your city, uh, walking through buildings, and you'll see Pokemon characters appear. And then it's going to kick to your camera and Mm -hmm. you got to make sure that you've Make, made your pit stop at a pokey stop because you have to have pokeballs in hand to be able to catch the pokeballs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, don't forget your don't forget your pokeballs. Oh, I, I, I want to stop you really quickly though. You you blew over something that I'm not 100 percent sure all of our listeners would know. Although they should if they've listened to Cause Talk Radio before. What is a what is AR? So AR is augmented reality, and there is a lot of buzz about you know. What is the next phase in AR? Will people be okay with it? Will it be more publicly adoptable than just buzz on the tech blogs? And so this is really our first foray as a society into a mass scale AR. And so 
all signs point to, yes, this is going to be huge. This is going to be our new normal. This is very much just the first thing we're going to see. As huge as it seems right now, I think we're going to see way more um, in 2016 and for sure next year in the AR space when it comes to not just gaming, but um, apps in general. And I think what we learned on our episode of Cause Talk Radio about uh, virtual reality and augmented reality is that augmented reality is taking your existing surroundings and adding something cool and dimensional to it versus virtual reality where you go somewhere else and experience something else. Is that is that accurate? Do I, did I learn my lesson there? You did. It's completely accurate. I think we're going to see a lot with, with both VR and AR, but yeah. what's really interesting in AR is... You know, this was able to take off so quickly because everyone has instant access to this app free on their phone, which everyone is staring at all day anyway. Whereas VR can require some additional hardware. Um, it, yep. You can't necessarily just move through your day with it. Um, the amount of people using this in their jobs because it's socially acceptable since everyone else is doing it. I mean, we ourselves, we can share some pictures with you of in, in meeting Pikachu sightings. That's awesome. <laughs> starting Miles HQ. So it's, it's hit our office as well. Um, but yeah, people are walking their dogs, walking to work, you know, walking to church, walking through their halls, finding Pokemon everywhere. And so it's just, it's a part of your day to day, which is really key. Wow, that's fantastic, though. I mean, I know that it's amazing, you know, just out walking around with my son in terms of playing the game with him. It's like, you know, you see someone across the street and, you know, mm -hmm. you can tell that they're looking around. And totally. I, even said, I said to a kid the other night, Megan, I said to him, I said, did you get one? And he put a thumbs up to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's almost like this commonality that we have now, you know, of what's going on. And I think that's what makes it so fun anyway. So, so could you tell us, Steph, so people can understand, because one of the great things and why we wanted to have Charity Miles on is you guys have really been leading the charge of how you can use Pokemon for good in raising money with it. Could you tell us a little bit about Charity Miles and then about how you're encouraging people to use Charity Miles and Pokemon together? Absolutely. So Charity Miles is an app that lets you move for a purpose. So whenever you walk, run, bike, dance, chase Pokemon, you can do it for the cause of your choice. And we're directly partnered with 40 top charities and top brands are advertising in our app. So they sponsor you throughout your movement. And that lets you move for your cause without having to worry about raising the money yourself or um, putting a credit card in. It's all sponsored through those brands who are creating these beautiful, interactive, full screen advertisements in the app to carry with you on your journey. So everybody wins. You get moving, um, you find out some interesting information, and you are able to support the cause that you care about. So what we're really doing is building one-to-one -one connections at scale. So, so what have you decided to do with Pokemon Go then? You have a little challenge happening right now. Yes, we do. And so this is one of the most exciting things that's happened in Charity Miles history. Really great example of big idea and execution and teamwork. And so the way that this came together is a few different pieces of the puzzle. I mentioned um, from Greenpoint was walking the dogs a hundred million times, you know, to the point of like Joe, they're falling asleep at the end of the day on us. And they're like, stop walking me. Please. I know. Yep. <laughs> um, and so over the weekend, um, so let's say uh, the app came out on a Thursday 
by Friday, Saturday, we were already on the, you know, six walk a day schedule for our poor dogs in Greenpoint. Mm -hmm. And I walked to this park transmitter park with my boyfriend and our two rescue dogs. And we were standing into the, in the entrance where there was a pokey stop and every single human crossing into that park was playing Pokemon. And so that was the real light bulb moment where this is not just a fun game. This is the cultural moment. This is going to be huge. So we took some pictures uh, of me with the dogs and the Pokemon right from the app. And I was going to just post a tweet like, hey, playing Pokemon Go, use charity miles. But I sat on it for a bit because I, you know, I wanted it to be right. I wanted it to be optimized, wanted to make sure that uh, we took full advantage of this moment. So uh, I brought the screenshots in. I come into HQ on Monday morning and uh, Lauren Thurkoff from my team, who is a super rock star, uh, was all over the numbers and said, we have a huge surge going on in our, our member usage. Check this out. And so I, I looked at our numbers and realized like, okay, this, yeah, this is not a trend. This is definitely a thing. I'm not just posting a tweet. This has to be bigger. So uh, I said, we need to make it really clear and tell people what to do. And we're going to launch a challenge. And we need, to, we need them to use Pokemon Go and Charity Miles and get this Pokemon for a purpose theme and exactly what to do out the door today. We have to be first. Um, in my previous job, I worked with Gary Vaynerchuk and VaynerMedia for four years. And mm -hmm. that was our hallmark was yep. understand the technologies fast, first, best, and we get out there with really smart ideas. So, uh, so Lauren and I brainstormed and we were straight into execution mode. Um, so we got, we got, uh, an infographic made of the exact step-by-step, -step, um, which I'll let, I'll let Lawrence speak to. I'm going to pull in her in for a quick guest appearance. That's and great. Uh, we, we got it out in an email to our entire member base. We got the word out there every place and everywhere we could. And mm. we thought that we would get uh, a little surge of downloads as well as I was hoping for a big surge in social, social mentions because our macro goals right now at Charity Miles HQ, um, uh, quick interlude, we are a team of five. And mm -hmm. the numbers we're talking about this week, which we'll get into, are just absolutely bananas. And so mm -hmm. our two macro goals right now are, you know, grow, growing our member base via downloads and retention and growing, this, growing the social media conversation since word of mouth is so important to us yep. because we do not do any paid acquisition. We do not yeah. do any paid media. Everything is the word of mouth and our passionate, amazing, incredible member base who are moving for charity miles every single day. Well, Steph, so, you know, it's interesting you should say that because yeah. the way I found out about charity miles is I was actually a few years ago following the hashtag for South by Southwest. And I was watching all these people mentioning charity miles, you know, went out for a run. Charity yeah, yeah. And that's how I learned about it. You know, so you guys are doing a great job in that regard. Now, Steph, I do have to tell you about Lauren, though. You know, we just don't let anyone on the show. I mean, one thing we <laughs> is you need to know what level Lauren is at on her Pokemon. <laughs> I live so, in a house. My, my son is a 15. Okay. I mean, this is a serious user here. Oh, wow. So, 
Unfortunately, we have been very, very busy working on this behind the scenes. <laughs> so we're not quite at 15, but right, make up right. for it in spirit and hustle. <laughs> 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 and yeah, Lauren, Lauren, is our, Lauren is our amazing, amazing community manager. She is uh, our voice talking to our members every day. So I just wanted to make sure to give her a shout out because... Um, I'm just so proud of what we were able to pull off as a team in one short day. Um, again, like big idea, numbers-based, educated execution. It's just like a, a checklist of, of how to, to grow when you have a very limited number of resources. So I just wanted Lauren to get to say hi to everyone and get to say a couple things about our awesome challenge. Hey, Lauren, so tell us how this challenge has gone. It sounds just based on Steph's enthusiasm that it's been very well received, but can you give us the uh, the update on how that's going? Oh my gosh, it was completely crazy. So it came in on Monday, just a regular Monday, you know, open up the numbers. That's like the first thing I do. And I see a little bump and I figured, well, you know, once in a while we get these, um, we get a news article or something and I go on our Google Analytics and it's increased everywhere over the board. So I can't pinpoint one specific uh, source of where the search is coming from. And I go on our social channels and I realize that all of our members are using Pokemon Go while they're logging charity miles. Ah. And I said, you know, I have to tell Steph about this. I was like, I need to bring this to our team stand-up meeting because this is out of the ordinary. You know, we should do something about this. This is fun. This is interesting. This is something going on in culture, like Steph said. And she just said, well, let's have a challenge. And I said, okay. So I dropped everything on my (laughs) to-do list for the day. I made the infographic, the blog. We came up with the language. We sent out the email, um, everything Steph said. And it was really exciting. And we've basically been growing exponentially. So so your measure of success or one of the things you're trying to achieve in addition to social media mentions is just app downloads. That's right. Is that right? Correct. And are you seeing, what are you seeing from your community? Are you seeing them being more active with charity miles? It sounds like that's a factor of it, but are you seeing new people download your app as well? So this is Stephanie. The numbers are absolutely blowing our minds. Wow. We thought we would get a nice surge. Mm -hmm. Um, the, let's see. We are up to uh, a 2,077% jump in new users. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. In the, past, in the past week. Wow. Yep. Yep. Now, Steph, now, Steph, you know what I think is interesting about this? And Megan, you know, this is so important, too, is that, you know, the importance, and Charity Miles is such a great example of this, is riding the wave of popular causes and trends and things that are happening out there. That, mm-hmm. you know, Steph, don't you think, too, I mean, one of the things that I've noticed, Megan, just in the literature I've been reading, all oh, Pokemon, the, le- the articles and stuff like that, is that nonprofits are jumping on this much faster than uh, some other things that that came before, and you know, nonprofits waited to see whether or not it would be trend. But now we're seeing churches, we're seeing nonprofits, we're seeing animal organizations. A lot of people are jumping on board. Yeah, saying, you know what, this is for real, and we need to jump on these things when they're available. Yes, and so actually, one of the first groups that I saw jump on this 
which is a cause that is very close to my heart personally, <laughs> is um, shelter and homeless dogs. And so another app that you might have seen mentioned in a lot of the awesome press and a lot of the dialogue around charity miles and moving for purpose of Pokemon is an app called Walk for a Dog. And the parent company is, is Wolf Tracks. So they're the name that's been mentioned a lot. And the, the app that people are actually using is called Walk for a Dog. And I actually use both. I use Charity Miles and Walk for a Dog. And what it lets you do is while you are walking your dog, you pick a local charity that's usually a shelter. So it's always dog related, but it's usually a local shelter to you. Mm -hmm. And every mile you move with your dogs creates a donation to that shelter, which I think is just absolutely phenomenal because a lot of the awesome work with shelters is – is small donations, is people being in touch with their, their local shelter, giving when they can. Um, and they can do a lot with a little. Um, I actually volunteer with rescue dogs and um, will do rescue flights from LA to New York via an awesome organization called Waggy Towel Rescue. So the fact that Charity Miles and uh, Walk for a Dog are the main two in this conversation um, is absolutely incredible to me. And probably the thing I'm most proud of. And um, it's really incredible what both uh, Walk for a Dog has done, as well as Bark is a shelter in uh, Maryland, in Baltimore. They were actually one of the first to do any sort of promotion around Pokemon Go as well. They said, if you're playing Pokemon Go, come walk a shelter dog. And they've got national pickup in, you know, Bark Post and all the, a lot of the press that I've seen, they've also gotten a shout for being first, which I think is awesome. And since then, I follow basically like every shelter and rescue organization. I've started to see everyone kind of pick up on it and post it in an Instagram photo, which I just think is amazing. Like everyone learn from each other. Like if, if us doing this can not just help our causes, but help inspire other nonprofits with limited resources to do the same and have all these bodies out in the world help their cause. That's amazing to us. Well, you know what I think, you know what I think, uh, Megan and Steph too, what's so awesome about this is because, you know, Pokemon is mobile. It's, it's like it can be added easily to so many different types of fundraise. And, and Charity Miles, Miles is a great example of that. I mean, I saw something recently where a pub crawl, they were adding a Pokemon c- component to it. It was a pub crawl for charity. And now they have the Pokemon. So it was another way of kind of getting people out there. And uh, I also saw a chauffeur company that was, uh, that was donating their time to take people out in exchange for donations for good causes. So, you know, these kids, everyone thinks thinks it's great for exercising, but they're learning very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemons <laughs> driving around in the car. Well, I, I just think it's, you know, it's part of a larger phenomenon and it's Charity Miles is an app. I mean, that is your business model. You are an app, but you've also done an amazing job of leveraging social media, of leveraging photos just in general. And I think, you know, if you're posed to be active on some of these channels, I'm thinking of Donate a Photo too as well, Joe and stuff with um, right. their, their app. I, I'm wondering if Donate a Photo is jumping on this as well because they jumped on the photo sharing piece of the of just the whole phenomenon and everyone with their phones so you know i think if you are well positioned to be active on some of these platforms and it gives you that opportunity when something like this comes along it's kind of like the perfect storm um i'm curious to know maybe joe you could answer this first do you think 
Do you think Pokemon Go is going to be around for a while or is this like a super hot thing for like three weeks and then it's gone? I believe that Pokemon Go will not be able to sustain the level that it's at currently, Mm, which is ludicrous speed level. But I do (laughs) think it will be around longer than a flash in the pan fad. I think it has enough people interested in it that enjoy it and they put enough gamification layers in there, even as is. And I think there is way more to come from Niantic there. There is a lot of very smart people involved in that organization. And I think they're going to be introducing some new things to reinvigorate people. So my answer is the numbers will, will come down from every human you know playing to a more <laughs> sustainable level. Uh, but yes, I, I definitely believe that um, it will it will dip a bit and then we'll probably see some peaks and valleys along with new introductions to the, to the app itself. But in all honesty, my head is already um, way ahead. I always want to be where the puck is going, as mm. the great Wayne Gretzky said. And I think we're going to see not just way more from Niantic with AR, but others as well per, you know, the start of our conversation that I think this can be an ongoing uh, element, kind of like a a macro trend of whatever you're doing, do it with purpose. Mm. And and that's what I think is the big lesson here too. And one of the things I think is interesting too, is they're saying that sponsored locations are coming to Pokemon Go soon on a cost per visit basis. So, you know, this would be a great opportunity for retailers too, to use those Mm -hmm. sponsored locations to bring people in for charity events. That's very interesting. Yeah, I love it. I think it's going to be fascinating to watch. And uh, as Steph mentioned, you know, maybe it's maybe it's not quite the the long term thing at the levels it's at. But Pokemon, the other thing too is that you've got a built in community of people, basically from our generation, Joe, who like <laughs> thought this was cool back in the day. Yep. Um, and so now you're adding a whole different layer, and you've got different, you know, kids involved. You know, my 14 year old and Joe's. How old's your son? 15. Uh, he's 13. 13, yeah. So yeah. we've got the, yeah. the the tweens involved and the teens. So yeah. awesome. Well, you know, I love it's it. the community. Don't you think, Megan, too, and Steph, it's the community aspect of it, too. It's like you're out there and you know that other people are doing totally. it with you. And it's really just driving the interest so much. And and I think Steph is absolutely right that this is going to cool. But, you know, you have to think, Steph, these people who designed this app, they know that. They knew that even if this thing took off, that it was going to slow down. But they've got some big plans, I'm sure, to on how to keep people engaged. Oh, 100%. And I think you tapped into something really important, the community aspect. Uh, the fact that you can walk down the street and connect with other people and you know they're playing and you can talk about it. And it's this connection point across a cultural level. Like it's transcended from game to, to a cultural moment. And I think that's something that Charity Miles can also help provide to the, to the uh, Pokemon Go community and into Niantic is that our community is so passionate and is talking with each other and is passionate about what they do with moving with purpose and doing it with each other. We have a team functionality in the app. So there are Pokemon Go teams already in our app and we're going to help facilitate those even more so that people can connect with each other and have information on mini challenges and other things we're doing. So, so yeah, there, the power of community is, is the most important thing that's going on here. And I'm excited to see what more, uh, what more Niantic and Pokemon Go will do to foster that. Um, 
more within the app. And we're certainly happy to foster the, the Pokemon with Purpose community on our side as well. That's fantastic. Well, Steph and Lauren, thank you so much for sharing uh, what Charity Miles is doing with Pokemon Go with our listeners today. Where can people find out more about Charity Miles if they'd like to do that online? Awesome. So you can find out more at charitymiles.org as well as Charity Miles on Facebook and at Charity Miles on Twitter. And Lauren will be there standing by with with a smile and encouragement. And if anyone needs to reach me, I'm Steph at CharityMiles.org as well. Awesome. And we will include that in the show notes. How about you, Joe? Where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me on Twitter, talking to Charity Miles and Megan at Joe Waters. Uh, you can, of course, find me at SelfishGiving.com week to week. And also on Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters, I have a whole digital board and it includes some other great examples of fundraising involving augmented reality. This isn't the first time, folks, so there are some examples there for you to check out. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And you can find show notes for today's episode at causeupdate.com as well as selfishgiving.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Cause Talk Radio and iTunes so you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Steph and Lauren and Joe and myself, I want to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.